Hello, folks, and welcome to Songs of Our Own, a marital tour through the music that shaped us. I'm your co-host, Lee Strickland. And I'm Al Leone. Well, hey, Al. Hey, Lee. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm so good. I'm excited to be recording with you again. This is lovely. I know. It's been a few weeks, I think, since our last episode that we've made. So we haven't been behind the microphone in a minute. Yeah, it feels a little weird to be back, but hopefully we just get back into the swing of things. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll just sink right back into our groove. Yeah. What are we talking about today, Lee? Well, speaking of grooves, <laughs> this is going to be um, our bonus episode for May. And we decided to focus on Bill Withers. Uh, the incredibly talented man that he was. He was, yeah. We got uh, the news of his tragic passing on March 30th of 2020. And at the time, I know we had talked about doing an episode about Bill and everything, um, but it just didn't feel like the right time just because we didn't have our research down and we were kind of just getting into this whole podcast. So I'm glad we decided to take a beat, uh, do some research on Bill and um, get this episode out now. Yeah, he's lived a really incredible life and his music is, I mean, it's just so fascinating to see what music lasts the test of time and what doesn't and he definitely has that timeless voice so I'm excited to talk about him and learn more about him and just have a great conversation with you yeah and I like that uh, since this is a bonus episode about an artist we kind of each decided to pick our favorite Bill Withers song and talk a little bit about that aka we're married and we couldn't make a joint decision about something <laughs> So, Lee, tell me about what you have learned about Bill Withers. I was going to say you're giving the folks at home a little peek behind the curtain there. <laughs> Bill Withers uh, was active from 1970 to 1985. Um, he's the youngest of six children. He served in the Navy from 1956 to 1965. And it was while in the Navy he discovered his love for singing and music. Well, I guess if you're stuck on a boat, there's only so many ways you can entertain yourself. So I'm glad that he found it. I am too. Um, so he was only really active in the music industry for about 15 years. He retired um, in 1985, Has done, did a few things kind of after that, would pop up to add some songs to some different albums here or there, um, was up for some Grammys, got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2015. Wow, good for him. Um, but after he retired in 1985, I mean, he lived a pretty simple life. He wasn't a recluse or anything. Like, he was still out and active in the public, but didn't really do much with music. Which is so interesting because I feel like there's so many artists that say, oh, yeah, I'm retiring. And then there's the comeback tour two or three years later when they either get bored or run out of money. So the fact that he was like, no, I recognize this is a chapter of my life and I'm going to go ahead and close it. I don't know. I think that takes a really interesting person to be able to do that. Right. It definitely brings up that argument for an artist. Is it rather, is it better um, to burn out than to fade away? Yeah. He decided, you know, I've said all I need to say and uh, I'm just going to enjoy my retirement. Yeah. And the thing is, like, even though he stopped recording music, like, I think that's the thing that artists are afraid of is that they'll fade away. But Bill Withers stopped making consistent music and his voice is still here we're still listening to it I remember I had a student back when I lived in Texas who was like I just heard of this new musician Bill Withers and I was like oh sweetie that's not how that works he's been around for a long time little one yeah 
So which song did you pick of his, Lee? So the song I picked is my favorite from Bill Withers. It's Ain't No Sunshine. Mm, yes. Yeah, and that song, I mean, immediately when it comes on, you know, like, oh, this is Bill Withers, and I know what this song is. It's very, like, it's very tied to him. Yeah, absolutely. Like, as soon as that deep baritone voice comes on, you're like, oh, this song. So Ain't No Sunshine is a song off of Bill Withers' 1971 debut album, Just As I Am. It was produced when he was with uh, Sussex Records, which is now defunct, um, by Booker T. Jones. Mm -hmm. So that name may sound familiar uh, as being a part of Booker T. and the MGs. Okay. And that's because Booker T. Jones was the Booker T. of Booker T. and the MGs, who was the house band for Stax Records. Oh, no way. So a lot of the musicians featured on this first album are from Booker T. and the MGs, which is pretty cool. Um, so Booker T. Jones uh, produced the album, um, and then on this song, Donald Duck Dunn plays bass guitar, also from Booker T. and the MGs. Alan Jackson Jr. Uh, plays drums, also from Booker T. and the MGs. And Stephen Stills of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, Crosby, Stills, Nash, Buffalo Springfield, uh, Stills and Nash. Um, plays guitar on the album. No way. Not only did he get Donald Duck and Alan Jackson Jr., but he got Stills. No, Nash. Stills. Stills. We'll just delete this bit entirely. Oh, no, it's staying. (laughs) So, yeah, so he has all those amazing musicians working on this song. They record it down in Memphis. And, yeah, this song, like, I just always remember, you know, hearing it on the radio as a kid um it sticks out in my mind so i would hear this with my dad when we were in the car driving to go skateboarding or you know whatever we were doing yeah um and i remember dad when he would listen to a song that would come on the radio like heaven forbid that any part of that song repeat the same lyrics more than twice because he's just changing it then oh my gosh yeah your dad does that all the time when i'm in the car with him Mm -hmm. yeah he's just like oh had enough of that So I remember this, you know, hearing this song for the first time and Bill Withers gets to the I know, I know, I know part. And he says, I know, I mean, it's like 32 times or something in a row. And like dad did not turn that off. He just let it ride. And he always would when it would come on. Mm-hmm. And so it always stuck out in my mind of like, wait, why, why didn't you turn that off? It's like, this is your thing. So I think it speaks to what a good song it is and kind of how it touches him um one more notable thing i'll throw in about the album just as i am yeah so in the record industry when an album sells a certain number you get you know gold platinum double gold double platinum whatever yeah Um, so bill withers before joining the navy and before becoming a musician worked like a lot of more you know blue collar jobs So one of his jobs was installing uh, toilets in airplanes. Okay. I think it was for Pan Am. Don't quote me on that, but I think that was. So when uh, Just As I Am reached gold, instead of giving him a gold record, uh, they gave him a gold toilet seat cover. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's glorious. Yeah. So that's a cool little piece of music history. I looked for a picture of this toilet seat cover online and could not find one. So I'm assuming he had it hung in his house somewhere and just 
you know, kept that as a treasured keepsake. I'm sure he didn't hide it from anyone. Yeah, I mean, that's not necessarily the kind of thing that you advertise to the rest of the world because then you have all these people who come to your house and want to see your gold toilet seat cover, and that just gets awkward. Yeah, most definitely. So Ain't No Sunshine uh, was the song that stuck out to me from Bill that meant a lot. Uh, What about you, Al? Um, So I chose Lean On Me by Mr. Withers, and I think for me this song is so interesting because it's always come up in my life at times that are really hard and I don't know if it's because I looked for it or because it just happened to come on the radio but like I remember I had one of my students committed suicide or I remember going through a rough breakup and like all of these times this idea of like you don't have to be strong all in your own like there's this community of people here to support you And the line especially where he was like, um, because someday I'm going to need somebody to lean on, just reminding me of that cycle of like some days you get to be really strong for people and other days people get to be really strong for you. And that's a huge gift that you get to give to them to say, I trust you enough to be vulnerable and not totally put together. I think like it speaks to, I mean, at least from what I've seen here in the States, there's this need for people to be like ruggedly individualistic and it's me, myself and I, and I'm tough and I don't need anybody. But to say like, actually, I don't have it all together and I need help. It takes a really brave person to be able to do that. And this song always reminds me of that. Right. And when you're the youngest of six kids, like you probably are having to ask for help a lot or you just get left behind. Yeah, absolutely. And I wonder if you know, his older siblings didn't want to lean on him because he was the youngest. But I know as the youngest in my family, like there's still plenty that I can provide and it's okay for my sister to lean on me because I can lean on her. And it's that like mutual trust that I think really builds us into a strong friendship. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a really beautiful way to look at the song. Yeah, it just... I don't know. It's one of those things like as soon as the piano riff starts in the beginning, like I just feel myself go "Mm," and like touch my heart. And I just I love it so much. I think I love it a lot, too. I so I remember um, when I was working kind of in the camping, like the summer camping industry, um, and I never worked for a specific camp, but I traveled to a lot of other camps to do work on their ropes course and challenge course and zip line and all that. Uh, Lean on me was always a camp favorite. Yep. And oh my gosh, it bugged me so much. Oh no. Um, So the song didn't, but when he gets like how the campers sing along to it and like alter it, Mm. like when he says four, it won't be long, you know, they, he says four and then they throw in five and I'm like, stop it. Mm -hmm. Like you are, you are destroying the soul of this song. (laughs) And there's some other additions that they do, but I don't know why that just really bugged me and. I, th- I think it just came from this place of like, this is already a good song. Like, why are you trying to change this good song? Yeah, it, there's a movie from, or there's a line from a movie that I really love that's like, don't speak unless you can improve the silence. And when they're talking, they mean it in a really catty way. But I think that there's something to be said of that with music of like, this has been created and unless you can improve what you're bringing to the table like you you don't need to mess around with it it's lovely exactly how it is exactly and i get that at summer camp you have to make things fun and 
memorable for the the children but that was just one thing as soon as I would hear them start I'd be like nope stop stop (laughs) and now we know why Lee doesn't like summer camp yeah I mean I love the camps that I visited in case anybody who works there is listening I loved all the camps that I visited it was just that one song would I mean I it's still like thinking about it and when I hear it it just I'm like stop trying to improve upon this classic yeah, maybe we just need to play it a lot along with happy memories so that it erases the camp experience for you and you can just have these happy things to think of instead. Yeah, I mean, that'd be nice. <laughs> well, Lee, do you have anything else that we should know about Mr. Weathers before we sign off? I think um, if you're a fan of these two songs that we've talked about, some of his other hits uh, include Grandma's Hands, Use Me, um lovely day just the two of us Mm. i mean his it's hard to pick a bad bill withers album so if you're a fan of kind of those songs like don't be afraid to dive deeper check out some of the other songs on those albums because you'll probably find a couple that you like yeah and his songs really do speak to the entirety of the human experience which is really nice yeah um he will be missed i'm glad we're talking about him now and we're doing this episode yeah me too it yeah it's so sad that we have a world without him but hopefully folks just continue to appreciate his music and i'm sure that you know when my sister's kid is a teenager she'll come to us and say did you hear about this bill withers guy and we'll just be able to point her to this podcast and it'll be so nice yeah we'll get to be like have you heard our podcast tell your friends Well, y'all, this has been Songs of Our Own. We will see you in June for our episode about the Yonder Mountain String Band. And until we get to be with you again, enjoy your own songs. <laughs>